Violent collision kills two people outside Tampa International Airport. An alleged road rage attack rips three families apart. Tonight, we're learning about the boys who were killed. Prosecutors are going to pursue charges against people who are texting while driving. That's right, this DUI and murder suspect could get life in prison if convicted. You don't think it can happen to you. It can happen to you within seconds, a blink of an eye. When you take your eyes off the road for just seconds, when you're driving your car, oh, yes, it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast is Howard Drescher. All right, welcome. Welcome to another show of DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course now this podcast show. And you can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook, it's DistractedDB. And you can get the show on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. Now, I'm doing a little pre-record a little bit early. I'm doing this on Tuesday, yesterday, around 5.40 in the a.m. Just wanted to do it a little bit earlier. I'm going to be kind of busy in the next couple of days. But I'm sitting here watching KTLA Channel 5, and there is nothing more exciting or nothing more stupid than you see a U-Haul being chased by the cops. Let me see what freeway they're on right now. I don't know what freeway they're on right now. I think they were near the 110, the 5. I'm not really sure, but it's so ridiculous. They, It's the largest U-Haul that the U-Haul company has, and it has a trailer on the back of it. There's at least six CHP officers following them. And, of course, you got the KTLA eye in the sky following them, Mark Kono giving a report. I had to turn the volume down while I'm doing the show. But anyways, it is so ridiculous that these things happen. Uh, apparently, the uh, U-Haul was a stolen U-Haul, which I think is kind of a unique situation. Uh, why would anybody steal a U-Haul? Well, a couple of different reasons. One, if they knew that somebody in that vehicle or whoever owned the vehicle had a lot of nice stuff in it as the family's moving from point A to point B. They got TV stereos, uh, their home goods stuff in it. Secondly, what if somebody stole the vehicle to commit another crime somewhere else to steal stuff, take the stuff to a warehouse or whatever, and then dump the vehicle? All I know is that there's a mail in it. Uh, not sure what freeway they're on right now. I keep looking back at the TV just to see if I can see what freeway they're on. Oh, they're on I-5 South. Not exactly sure what area they're at, what city they're in. Stolen U-Haul in pursuit. Gotta love that. Oh, my goodness. Way to start off a Tuesday morning. Everybody, welcome to the month of May again. 
Again, this is Motorcycle Awareness Month, and of course, every day should be Motorcycle Awareness Month because I no longer get the opportunity to ride my motorcycle anymore based on the fact that I was hit by a lady while I was riding my motorcycle. As you know, I hit the ground doing 65 miles an hour, and I no longer am able to ride a bike. It's not that I'm not able to, it's just I just don't want to anymore because of the fact how dangerous it is because people are driving so erratically, they're in their own little world, their own little bubble, they drive and drive up and down the road any way, shape, or form they can, speeding well past the limit that is posted on the road, and yet they still do what they do. And even when they know that there's deadly consequences that from this weaving in and out of the roads, it just doesn't matter to these people. It doesn't matter that they could end up taking somebody's life, not to mention their own life. How dangerous is it? And how many times have we had sound bites from other states, other TV stations, where they talk about how dangerous it is, and they wonder how this can happen from time to time. But yet, it still does. It still does, and I don't know. I, honestly, to tell you the truth, I am, I'm, be, I'm just, I don't want to say I'm disappointed, because it's been going on for a long period of time, and it's still going to continue even years from now, even years from now, the only way that these crazy drivers will learn is if actually something is done to them. And then that way, we know things will be taken care of. Example would be, all right, excuse me for a second. An example would be as if, like that young kid, who ended up killing that uh, female up in Malibu area, that 17-year-old kid with Lamborghini. Uh, once I get to a certain point, I don't like talking about their names because I don't want to give them credit. I don't want to make them appear that they're still relevant in the world of normal people. No. So, say example, that... When he has his day in court, if they really slap the cuffs on him the right, proper way, make him spend some time in jail. And every time there is a deadly crash, they take him out of jail and have him go watch the autopsy. And prior to that, they should take him to the scene of the crash. That way he can actually physically see. So it gets embedded in his eyes and his brain to knowing what his consequences, the deadly consequences have, not only for the family, but for himself. Make him sit back and think about his actions. Because every time somebody does something crazy like this, I wonder, how is this guy going to get out of jail? How is this guy going to get out of being incarcerated. And of course, with the new 
L.A. District Attorney who believes that nobody should be in jail letting people out. And I think there's a story um, about where somebody was killed in a car crash and what the district attorney decided to do is kind of give the guy a reduced sentence. And he's going to walk here in just a couple of months. And the family is outraged. I got to find that. I really, really got to find that. But anyways, all right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. And of course, now it is time for... And now it's time for the top story from the previous show. All right, it's time for the top stories from the previous show. And the top story from the previous show it comes from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles, where two females, two females, were involved in a hit-and-run crash, and they ended up killing three gentlemen. And what happened is they ended up getting out of their car, got into another car. They called an Uber or a Lyft. And they got into another car and went to the hospital. And eventually, law enforcement found them because they put out a bulletin. If there's anybody who ends up going into the area, local area hospitals, and it looks like that they've been involved in a car crash, to contact them. And that is how they got caught. Frank, this all unfolded on Brookhurst Street near Orange Avenue. This is a very busy area. Uh, Law enforcement tells us they get speeding from time to time over here. Not sure if that was the case here. Uh, This could just be a simple accident where you had this black SUV pulling out of a shopping center parking lot, and then the white Mercedes, where you see all these officers crowded around, just racing down the street at a high rate of speed and plowing in to that black SUV. Sadly, three people did lose their lives all in that black SUV. That's why there are now sheets covering up that vehicle. Um, To make matters worse, authorities say the two people that were in the white Mercedes that hit the SUV, they both fled the scene. Uh, Detectives have since found that hit-and-run driver and her passenger. Turns out they were in a nearby hospital getting treated. You can see just how serious this crash was because firefighters had to... uh, cut off the roof of that black SUV just to get to the victims inside. Unfortunately, there was nothing that could be done to save them. The accident happened at 2.50 this morning. Police tell us this Mercedes had two women inside of it when it crashed into the black SUV with three men inside of it. The impact was intense. The Mercedes even caught fire for a short time. All three men of the victims were pronounced dead here on the scene a short time after rescuers arrived. The men have not been identified yet. Why the women in the white Mercedes-Benz ran from the scene is still unknown. Police say they were badly hurt. It didn't take detectives long to find that driver and her passenger. Authorities told us they put out an alert for hospitals to be on the lookout for anybody coming in needing treatment for car accident-type injuries. That is what led detectives to these two banged-up women. It's absolutely a horrific crash. This was a, a very early morning crash when streets were pretty deserted. Slow down, drive safely, call for a designated driver or a ride share if you've been drinking. Family members of the three men who lost their lives here are still being notified. An investigation into this crash is going to be going on for some time this morning. This whole area, Brookhurst Street near Orange Avenue in Anaheim, is completely shut down and will likely be closed for several more hours. We're live in Anaheim on the scene. I'm Steve Kouj, KTLA 5. Back to you for now. That was the top story from the previous show. 
All right, that's the top story from the previous show. It comes from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles. And I do appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. All right, when we come back, another story from a KTLA Channel 5 involves a search for a hit-and-run driver in a crash. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. Uh, it's early morning on Tuesday. It's probably about uh, 5.53 on Tuesday morning, uh, California time, and I've been watching this uh, high-speed chase, or in this case, kind of a low-speed chase because the driver's actually only going about 50, 55 miles an hour in a stolen U-Haul where about six CHP officers are following him. And it's kind of funny, since I started and I opened up the show, he's went through three different cities because in L.A. area, the cities are kind of small, geographically located. It went through the city of Commerce, Montebello, and now they're in Downey, California. And they are still on the I-5 South. And so I'm not really sure where they're headed. Uh, nobody knows what these guys have intent, what their intent is. But I can tell you this is probably not a good one because they've all been, uh, you know, they're being followed by the California Highway Patrol uh, early morning on a Tuesday, which was yesterday. And so by the time you hear this show, this thing's all going to be resolved hopefully within the next hour or so. All right, so here's another story from KTLA Channel 5 when it involves a search for a hit-and-run driver. It's... uh. Again, these hit-and-run drivers reportedly, and they seem to happen so early in the morning 
around 526 uh, Melrose Avenue. And according to the official, there was a black sedan uh, that was involved. Uh, somebody was walking between the car, trying to get to their car, and I'm going to assume, and I know that that's not really a good thing to do, you never want to assume anything, but I'm going to go ahead and assume that the, uh, what happened there? Of course. Um, wow. That was very loud. Uh -huh. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and assume that the vehicle um, basically hit the uh, driver. And again, this comes from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Rick and Corey, it happened in a fairly busy intersection in East Hollywood, but it was early this morning. But what's especially concerning is watching the video where this driver never stops. The video catching a quick glimpse of the crash, the driver hitting the person standing in the street near a row of cars and keeps going. Everyone is shocked in the neighborhood. This is absolutely a tragedy. Jesse heard the crash and went to see what was happening, but the damage was done, the driver gone, and the man left for dead. First responders arrived quickly, but it was too late. It was slammed into a, the back of a larger vehicle where it blew out the back window and the side uh, the taillights. It happened at 5.30 Saturday morning across from a laundromat and in front of a church in East Hollywood. It's unclear why the man was in the street near the cars or if simply he was trying to cross the street. Investigators collecting evidence from the scene of Melrose and Edgemont and searching for surveillance video hoping someone has a license plate number or someone who can identify that dark sedan. I hope they find a way to identify him and then reach out to his family and and just maybe find the right, find the person who did this. This is absolutely heartless. This should not happen anywhere whatsoever. And you, you definitely stop next time and render help. Accidents happen, but by not stopping to try and save the man's life makes it a crime. Anyone with any information should contact police, whether perhaps you saw that car or you see a car in your neighborhood with extreme front end damage that is new. Give them a call. Live here in Hollywood, Jennifer McGraw, KTLA 5 News. All right. All right. And again, this story comes from Channel 5, KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Uh, just, you know, just as the, um, the uh, spokesperson that uh, they interviewed on um, the soundbite, all they got to do is stop. People are outraged by this. It's happening more and more. It's happening more and more. And I've talked about this before in the past. If people are outraged about other things, this is something that they should be outraged about. Because on an average, and I've and I've talked about this before, and I'll do it again today, and it probably will not be the last, but sit down and watch your morning news. Sit down and watch your evening news, your local news, and See if you can actually watch it without any mention of a vehicle either hitting somebody and running, getting into a car crash, or anything like that. Any vehicle-related incident. I don't think you can. Here I am watching this thing here this morning, and now they're in Norwalk, California. That's like the fourth city that these guys have been on uh, following this vehicle, lay some strip, uh, lay some spike strips out there. Let's stop this kind of nonsense. 
Let's end this thing. He's been in four different cities since I've opened up the show today, and I've only been on the air for about 20 minutes. Now they're in Norwalk, California. Okay, now they're getting close to, if they're going south, the next place they should be is close to Anaheim, California. Right from there, heading on down. It just gets closer and closer down to the areas that I know. Uh, prior to that, not a whole lot of areas that I know up there. Not familiar with a lot of places. I've drove through them or by them. I, It's just ridiculous. But these kinds of crashes, these kinds of incidences have got to stop. All right, here's another story dealing with a deadly crash. One person was killed in a crash in Silmore, again, around last Sunday night. This happened on Mother's Day. This happened on Mother's Day, and at 9 o'clock at night, it was a terrible, terrible crash. And this story comes from ABC7 here in Los Angeles, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Breaking news to start us off at 11 on this Sunday night. At least one person killed in a horrific multi-vehicle crash in Silmar. This video just in from the scene at Foothill and Balboa Boulevards. I'm Jory Rand. I'm Veronica Miracle. Two other people are badly injured and had to be taken to a regional trauma center. All right, when we come back, when we come back, uh, one more story uh, that I got to talk about, and we're going to hit that up. And again, when we talk about somebody who ended up killing a five-year-old boy. Somebody who killed a five-year-old boy is now facing um, intoxicated manslaughter charges. And probably, I would have to say, I'm going to guess rightly so, because things like this cannot keep happening each and every day. We know don't drink and drive. We know this. But yet, people still do it. You're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Honey! Are you ready to go to the party? We're late. Uh, what? Yeah, don't worry. I'll, I'll be ready in five minutes, babe. Really? Can you get off the phone? I'm already ready. We're going to be late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'm almost done. We'll, let's go. Come on. Okay, honey. Let's go. Can you be ready next time? I feel like I'm always ragging on you to get ready for these types of parties. Yeah. Isn't the man supposed to be waiting on the lady yeah, anyway? I'm, I'm sorry, babe. I, I know I say this all the time, but I, I promise. Next time, I really, 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 really promise next time I'll be ready, and I'll be ready to go by the time you get home. Gosh. 
Let me see who that is. I'm waiting to see if my friend is actually gonna be at this no. party. No! Leave your phone alone. You know that scared me last time. You nearly hit someone walking in a crosswalk. What? No, you're crazy. Look, what? I told you don't tell me what to do. I got this. Stop the car. Stop it now. I... I just can't be with someone who doesn't care about my life, not to mention their own. Uh, babe, wait, wait, come back. Uh, this, this isn't happening, is it? Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show again. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And, of course, now this podcast show, you can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and, of course, on Facebook, DistractedDB. You can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. And now my um, runaway pursuit of a uh, large U-Haul is now in another city, which is Cerritos, California. Right after that, it's going to be Anaheim all the way right on down into Corona area. If it stays on a 91 like it is right now, that area I am familiar with. Uh, So uh, after Anaheim, it'll be right into, uh, I'm sorry, after Cerritos, it'll be right into the 90, um, I'm sorry, into Anaheim. Anaheim right down down into the Corona area. And then, oh, if it keeps on going, it'll be down into Riverside area, which uh, I am very familiar with as well. All right, so here is a vehicle driver that has faced many multiple charges in the past. The man is being charged with intoxicated manslaughter for killing a five-year-old boy. And this is the kind of story that just burns me up to hell. And I don't understand why they don't throw the book at this guy because of the fact that he has been a, a repeat offender, if you will, on these kinds of things. I, um, you know, he had a, now he's on a $100,000 bond and hopefully he stays in jail. Apparently he ran a red light and a father and a son were in another vehicle and they had the green light as they tried to move forward. The perpetrator ran a red light and guess what? Oh yeah. I guess he had a couple too many to drink. And again, This story comes from KPRC2, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. And now to a story we've been following for more than 24 hours. A crash in southwest Houston takes the life of a five-year-old boy. Now this man is facing charges in connection to that crash. KPRC2's Brandon Walker live outside the Harris County Jail downtown with more on this developing story. Brandon, what have you learned? Yeah, well, uh, Sebastian Mata faces a charge of intoxication manslaughter, Christine. A magistrate judge this morning said bond at $100,000, although at this hour, Mata is still in custody here at the Harris County Jail. Sebastian Mata is not present, MHU. Sebastian Mata didn't physically appear this morning in magistrate court because he remained in the medical unit from apparent injuries. Here's Mata's mugshot, though. Houston police say Mata was behind the wheel of this silver BMW Sunday morning, traveling inbound on the Southwest Freeway feeder where it meets Fountain View when he ran the red light. On Fountain View headed southbound was the maroon Nissan Sentra. 
inside a father and his five-year-old son. They had the green light, police say, when Mata crashed into them. Dad survived. The boy did not, and 26-year-old Sebastian Mata is accused of killing him, charged with intoxication manslaughter. Police say the Nissan flipped upon collision. The boy was in a car seat, we are told. Mata is accused of trying to run away after crashing into the Nissan. Witnesses on scene restrained him until police arrived, and it turns out there was an outstanding warrant for Mata's arrest, according to the Harris County District Attorney's Office. In January 2019, Prosecutors charged Mata with driving with a suspended license. Months later, in September, Mata was accused of forfeiting bond on that misdemeanor charge, and an outstanding warrant had been issued for his arrest. That warrant came up yesterday at the crash scene. I'm setting the bond in this case at $100,000. I'm not approving a personal bond. A five-year-old child was killed in this accident. That last point is of significance because the state had requested bond be placed at $75,000. As you just saw there, magistrate judge increased that by 25, setting bond at $100,000. Not often seen here in PC court. Live downtown, I'm Brandon Walker, KPRC 2 News. All right, again, that story came from KPRC 2 News, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. And congratulations to the judge. She upped the bond. And just maybe, I'm not sure, just maybe this guy will not do any of this kind of stuff again. Again, you never really know. Uh, unfortunately, a five-year-old boy died in this crash, yet he didn't appear in court because he's got injuries. Yank his butt out of the medical uh, facility. Put him in the court. Who cares about his needs and wants right now? There's a five-year-old boy who lost his. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriverBusted.com. Oh, boy. Until next week, please, please try to be safe. Oh, by the way, they're in Fullerton right now, and after Fullerton, they will be in Anaheim. I called it. I called it. <laughs>